Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's dusty in here. <laughs> oh, stop it. Never! It's clever. Welcome to After the Movie. We just saw uh, Avengers Infinity War. We did. But we're not going to talk about that first. First, we're going to talk about some trailers. Taking that left turn. We're veering off of the main road into the trailer park. Uh, so we started with Venom. Yeah, I just don't care. Neither do I. Like at all. I'm not sure what, what uh, Tom Hardy's trying to do with his voice, but it's 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 just like... It's not working. What uh, what you doing there, babe? Not, not, yeah, yeah, I, and it just... Yeah, he, I don't know if Spider-Man 3 ruined Venom for me. It's entirely possible because that movie is dog shit. But I don't get having Venom without Spider-Man. Right. And I know that they've done it. Like, Venom has had his own comics and shit like that. But it just seems pointless to me. Yeah, I, I've really very little interest in the Venom movie. Yeah, I don't really care. Um, also, that was Jenny Slate, right? I believe so, yeah. How am I supposed to take your movie seriously if Jenny Slate is in it? Because she is hilarious. And just an absolute doll. So, <laughs> like, no. Movie, no. Good for her for getting work, but no. Stop it. Uh, yeah, I don't really... I hadn't seen the trailer yet. I hadn't either. I had I'd heard some reaction to it, but I, I, just, I just don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I heard people were like, oh, cool, they finally showed Venom in the Venom trailer. And I was just kind of like... He looks really cartoony. Well, and it's also... it's I'm of two minds about it. Because it's like, do you hold off and wait to show that until the movie? Because you've already decided if you're going to a Venom movie. So why not hold off on that reveal well, of the costume until the fucking movie? We know damn well studios can't help themselves. No. See Cartoon Network with Steven Universe. Oh, all these plot points that you've been waiting years for? Oh, those, those are all in the previews. Yeah. Oh, was that important to you? Oh, that's too bad. Too bad. That's a shame. Too bad. After Venom, uh, another movie I, I don't think either of us... Is this Solo? Yes. I had not seen any trailers for this. And you looked furious during this trailer. I, I've talked about Solo a number of times, uh, mostly on Subtle Interference. Uh, it, it just, there's no way, there's no way it can do anything but ruin the character of Han Solo. Pretty much, yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, Donald Glover as Lando is great casting. Amazing casting. However, whoever this guy is they got to play Han, it's just kind of like... I, I yeah, no interest, no interest, like at all. Right, at all. Uh, after that, Incredibles two. Ah, uh, trailer didn't really do anything for me. I, I agree. I love the first one, so you'll give it the benefit of the oh, doubt. I, was gonna, I believe everybody came back. I think it's Brad Bird did the story and directed and all that. Sh- I think I'm not a hundred percent on that. I'd have to check, but that first movie is wondrous so mm-hmm. 
And Bob Odenkirk is clearly the the main villain, so you really did, you really can't go wrong. Did they model his character off of Walt Disney? Looks like it a little bit, right? <laughs> just, just a skosh. <laughs> Good for him for getting some voiceover work, though. Oh, Bob. Uh, after that, Adrift. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which just looks like the most generic. Well, the, when the guy like, was like, oh, you got to throw me overboard, I'm dead weight. Be like, well, no, I have to keep you for food. <laughs> like, there, that's the turn you take. I don't give a fuck about the triumph of the human spirit real story. Let's go. Let's veer into horror movie here. Then the trailer. Is Fallen we're here, Kingdom. We're here to talk about. Holy shit. Well, I think we saw this before, and we still haven't put up our Black Panther episode, because basically it's just me fangirling out about uh, how Killmonger is Vegeta. And maybe we'll post it with this, because Black Panther was fucking amazing. Um... This looks terrible. Uh, just front to back. There's nothing. So the, the latest trailer, one, it's a completely different movie from what they've shown everything before. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, it just, okay, you're, you're bringing the dinosaurs back to land and you're creating genetic hybrids. Well, you're like weaponizing them and selling them. Which is totally in line with Jurassic World and what Vincent D'Onofrio's character was ultimately looking oh, to no, do. I maintain that's really stupid, though. I completely agree. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, like, yeah, it you almost have to see it to believe it because it just looks fucking terrible. Now, we who knows? Maybe we'll veer over the cliff and we'll get into so bad it's good territory. But I don't see a, a, any, like, possibility of, of going to the theater to see this movie. No. Just, nah. No. After that, we had uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. See, they say Fallout, and I'm just taken to the wasteland. And, you know, poppy 50s tunes, like, play through my head, and I'm just like, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. i only seen, I think I've only seen the first Mission Impossible, and it was fine. It's right. just kind of like, okay. Though, uh, I, I will say that the mustache that Henry Cavill is sporting was definitely worth the millions of dollars in CG work they had to do to uh, erase <laughs> it from Justice League. And the only thing that would bring me to the theater is watching Superman kick the shit out of Tom Cruise. Yeah, it, those movies, it, I don't know. They just hold no appeal to me. I'm sure they're fine. But it's like, okay. It's all those movies are is Tom Cruise doing stunts. Pretty much. That's it. Because the character of Ethan Hunt is so boring. Right. Well, he's lonely and sad and starting to get old. So they have to do all the, the digital de-aging. But he wants to prove that he can still hang. So he does all the crazy stunts. Right. And, and that's just all those movies are. I think we had, what, a couple more? There was one more. Uh, it was... The, it was uh, it was young adult X Men, um, otherwise known as the uh, the Darkest Minds. Yeah, as soon as yeah, I was like, this is this is either they're going for some new X Men stuff or this is based off a young adult novel. It is. To- it's got to be a young adult novel. There's got to no be it's right. Not, but it looked interesting. I don't know that I would see it, but it looked interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought, but it is. It's X Men, basically. Right. 
mixed with a little holocaust in there because we got to get some concentration camp action in there Mm -hmm. very important good imagery got to have that imagery in there really evokes something in your audience but Mm -hmm. speaking of evoking emotions in your audience (laughs) so we had a little bit long we went into a different theater than we normally uh went to and it's always very hard for us to uh even with the five-minute drive from our normal theater to keep quiet about the movie because we want to capture it when we uh, we get home and we podcast. So what's the first thing that you want to bring up, Bob? The the thing that is like... Grating at you? I'm curious. Because I think I know what it is, and I think I have an argument for it. But please, please, go ahead. The scene... Uh, in Glasgow, where Cap comes out of the shadow in the train station, mm-hmm. the sound editing in that scene is fucking atrocious. Oh, that is so not what I thought you were going to mention. It is. It, it fucking drove me insane. See, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that at all. I was. I thought the sound overall in the theater was very quiet. It was the theater itself. Yes, it was oddly quiet for a movie like this. And yes. I don't know if it's just because it is a little bit older of a theater, so maybe they don't have like the sound system that we're used to. But it seemed the mix seemed very low to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, in terms of the theater, it was kind of quiet. Um, hot you know, too. It was very hot. Woofa, was it hot in there? I mean, and it is kind of. In a way, a night's departure from some of these theaters where, like, the room is literally shaking. The audience is now deaf. Uh, but uh, even looking looking past that, though, the sound editing in this movie was not great. And I don't know why I pick up on it. Um, so I key in on it so hard. See, nothing that... It, I just felt it was, it was low. The volume was low. Yeah. Um, nothing in the sound edit really bothered me. Fair enough. That scene, though. I was so angry. <laughs> it was just like... Because you were just taking the Avengers theme, and they just mangled the shit out of it. Uh, well, no, it was more Cap's theme, wasn't it? No, uh, maybe it... Maybe it was, but... It was, it was just... It was edited together really strangely. And that scene bothered me... In other ways, as the cap coming out of the shadows happened so fast, there was no weight to the moment. I'll give you that. I mean, it doesn't help that you saw that scene in every goddamn trailer for the movie, but it, it kind of took away. Well, see, for me, I was looking forward to seeing Cap's new beard, mm-hmm. but Agent 13 wasn't in the movie. I stole that joke from Twitter. I'm not taking credit for that joke. Shipping, friends. Bucky Barnes and Steve Rogers are meant to be together. So now that so now that I completely swerved from what you thought I was gonna say. Yes. Should we, we how what did you generally how did you generally feel about the movie? I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not my favorite, but it kept me engaged. I didn't feel like I was I was never like, oh, fuck, what time is it? Jesus Christ, like, let's go. I, I, it, it kept me engaged. I, well, here, here's the overall thing. None of what happens in this movie, and this is just gonna kind of detract from the fact that I just said that I liked it. None of what happens in this movie matters. No, not at all. 
Because one, you've read a comic book crossover before. Uh, you're aware of the death of Superman and how that's ruined death in comics forever. Um, we we I mean, what you had Black Panther and oh, spoilers, folks, massive spoilers. Um, you had Black Panther and Spider Man turn to ash at the end of this movie, and we know their their sequels are in development. So it's kind of like, I know you guys aren't doing Miles Morales as much as we may all want that, but so there's your first issue. Right. But I think that's just something you, you, excuse me, you need to kind of accept as a, as a viewer. I think when you're going into one of these Marvel movies, Because it, it, it's it's an issue, right? Because it takes away all the narrative heft. Uh, yeah, exactly. Though I will still say, I mean, I I wasn't crying or anything, but when Tom Holland, like, clutches to fucking RDJ at the end, it was like, oh, dear. See, I just rolled my eyes. Really? I just rolled my eyes. And it's largely because I know... You know he's coming Spider-Man back. Spider-Man right. is coming back. Right. I know that. And I know... From, so you weren't very engaged with the movie then? Not at all. Okay. I, 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 I really. Th- there are moments in the movie I liked, for sure. So you sounded like you were laughing a fair amount. There, there at were, the parts you're supposed to laugh at, not like the. <coughs> well, I have a comment on that too, but Ooh, in general, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I did enjoy parts, but the movie for me felt very long. And there were times throughout the movie where I was like, come on. Well, I do think we could have done without Dinklage, which is not something I would usually say. Mm-hmm. But that was just kind of like... See, to me... He, and So here's my comment about the parts I laughed at. Um, they were all narratively unnecessary. Well, I don't know that I would agree with that. Nar- maybe to like the overall story, yes. But, I mean, that's kind of how we know these characters. They're quippy and they... Especially the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're always kind of making their little comments. Mm-hmm. I mean, Batista is funny. Again. <laughs> um, I am invisible. You can't see me. Um, well, what kind of annoyed me is, like... And I know they had... I, I believe that, like, uh, James Gunn had some kind of say in how the characters were treated, but I was a little annoyed that they had uh, Quill and Gamora like kiss and say they loved each other. Because I was like, no, that's kind of like... that. They, they don't... That's the whole point of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, Quill is like a fucking douchebag man-baby who hasn't, like, evolved enough yet to, like, earn the girl. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, earn her affections, you know? Like, they both care about each other, but it's not... To that point. And I get that we're, like, at the end of the fucking universe, so it's, like, fine. But that annoyed me a little bit. hmm But, um... Yeah, I mean, do we just kind of want to go from the beginning? Or do you want to just jump all over the place? Like, how, how do you want to kind of go about this? Um... Well, you can kind of <laughs> break it up piecemeal. Uh, Thanos... What did you think of Thanos? Uh, I 
Thanos was uh, one of the parts of the movie I did like um, in general. I thought uh, they did a good job of explaining his point of view. Uh, I thought he was one of the better Marvel villains. Yeah. He's sure. not Killmonger by any stretch of the imagination. No. And, you know, not Loki either, but he's definitely in the team photo. And I granted that's three fucking people, but <laughs> he's one of the better Marvel movie villains, I would say. Well, he, he had he had a much more interesting motivation. And he's you know, it's not overly complex. No, but I also think some but of the it's best better than a revenge plot. No, because revenge is like okay, I got it. Right, we got it. Thanks, but we got it. Um. Um. Uh, but I think you made the point leaving the theater um, that it's really a Thanos movie. Well, what, the context of my my that comment was, and, and stupidly, I, I would say, not me stupidly, but Marvel stupidly, was coming out and saying that, oh, this movie stands on its own. It, 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 it's a part one of a two-part movie. Yes. So, from the perspective of it being a Thanos movie, fine, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think you could, a lot of like kind of the non-spoiler reviews that I read before we went in said it's, it's a Thanos movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, it's more about him than it is about anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, from that perspective, fine. But I also think, like, what are you calling the next one? I thought it was very weird that they were like, okay, it was Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. And then they were like, oh, no, we can't call that Part 2 anymore. It's like Vince McMahon not wanting to number the WrestleManias anymore. <laughs> just doesn't make any fucking sense. It, it's, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it, 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 this movie, in my opinion, absolutely does not stand on its own. I, I just, it, it's not a complete story in my eye. Um, it, it very much feels like, the first, I, I can't remember this the 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 names of the second two Matrix movies. Reloaded and then Revolutions. This very much felt like Reloaded, not necessarily in how much of a mess it was. Uh, I don't know that I would agree with that at all. But in but in how it's the it's part one. I I it is very obviously a part one, but Thanos comes. Gathers the stones, set out, does what he sets out to do, to do, mm-hmm. and then sits down and is content at the end of the movie because he accomplished his goal. In in that respect, sure, but it's not the overall universe isn't about him; it's about right. the heroes. So, yeah. Well, and even though he he accomplished his goal. You know the 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 story that is being told is not done. You know it. You look at you look at the previous Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. The major story being told in each of those movies happens and is resolved. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and you know it's not resolved here. No. No, you all. know there's more. And <clears throat> Well, you, and in no universe would you ever just be like, well, let me sit down and watch Infinity War Part 1. No. I know you're going to pop in Part 2. No, I, and what's annoying to me is we're not going to get Part 2 until next year. Hey, could have been longer. Could have been. Uh, I and they just, did film them back to back. I just think they they need to give themselves time to work on some of the CG, which they also needed to do at the end of this movie because <laughs> Bruce Banner's head was just hanging out in that Hulkbuster armor. Can we talk about Bruce sure. for a minute? Sure. How did you find the character in this movie? Um, kind of a non-factor. Uh, just kind of like I, I thought it was interesting that. I liked the fight with Hulk and Thanos at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, good tone setter, whatever. And I kind of like the concept of Hulk being like, yeah, I'm not fucking dealing with that. No, nah, I'm good. He kicked my ass. I don't want to deal with that. I think that could have been interesting if given a little bit more time to explore it. Mm-hmm. And then in Ragnarok, I was leaning away because I was burping. Uh, but thanks. Um... And, uh, I mean, you're pulling from different movies now for, like, plot points, but didn't they say that um, the next time he could go Hulk, that could be it? He would just stay mm-hmm. as the Hulk? Right. Though I imagine um, they they might pay that off in the next movie and Natasha ends up bringing him back down is kind of my, my thought there. I Because I... she's getting her own solo movie, so she's not dying. Unless they said it in the past. I did not... I I don't know exactly what direction they were giving Mark Ruffalo for Bruce. It wasn't really working for me, though. It was a little too disheveled for me. Well, I think, though, if you were going to go with... Oh, fuck. We're, We're fucked here. Everybody had to kind of be doing that. And everybody wasn't. And that was kind of... That was a big problem I had with the movie. The The tonality of it just didn't work across... Tonality? It didn't work across the whole cast. Um, you know, you didn't... You know, because you can do something where, like, some people are losing their shit. But then... And, you know, Captain comes up and shakes them and well, is like... slaps you in the face and, like, pull it, it together, together, man. Right, right. <clears throat> But, you know, there was, everything happened, because one, there's eight million things that happened in this movie. Yeah. Um, so none of it has a chance to breathe. I will say, though, it is not nearly the mess I thought it was going to be. Uh... I'm not saying it wasn't a mess. I was anticipating a much bigger mess. Fair enough. It was still a pretty big mess. I'm not saying it wasn't, but... it. it I, I I think some things weren't given a chance to breathe, but I feel like people, I mean, you got your little moments in with folks. Now, would I have liked to, like, hung out more with uh, Winter Soldier? Yes, of course I would have. Like, I would have liked to seen more of Black Panther. I would have liked to seen more, because, you know, I'm still fresh off of that movie, and that movie was fucking rad. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um... 
But yeah, I thought it was just kind of like, well, in, in like the end of all of Thor Ragnarok, like means nothing now. Right. It's like, oh yeah, all the Asgardians are just dead. Everyone's gone. Like, what happened to Valkyrie? Is Valkyrie dead? Is Valkyrie still alive? Be a little pissed if she got like murdered off screen. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that's not what happened. Right. Because I think she was with him on the ship at the end, wasn't she? I believe so, yeah. I mean, I've only watched that in the theater. I haven't seen it since. But yeah, so it's kind of like um, point of order. What happened to Valkyrie? So. Yeah, well, she's currently um, in a bunker underneath Westworld. Potentially oh. time displaced. Potentially time displaced. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I can't. Uh, I can't kick this cough. Can't stop coughing. Uh, um. So that was annoying. That was frustrating. Um. What did you think of of the stuff with Loki at the beginning? Um. <clears throat> at first, uh, I I was perfectly okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, I thought about it more later and it was like, oh, wait. Yeah, Thanos knows Loki. Duh. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they ever, like, <clears throat> met face to face. You know, I can't. Of Loki. Yes, yeah, for sure. I, I can't. I couldn't remember, but. Um, well, Avengers is a long time ago. Yeah, right. Uh no, that was fine. I, you know, it was interesting, uh, kicking uh, the way they kicked the movie off. Um, well, I think it sets a tone, mm-hmm. and I think Loki is probably one of the deaths that will hold. Yeah, personally. I agree. Because I think as much fun as Hiddleston seems to have with the character, I think he might be. Well, there's nothing more to do with he's him. He's fulfilled his contractual he's, obligations. He's he's. You know, betrayed Thor thousands, thousands of times. Of times. Uh, you know, and he was really good in the last Thor movie, though. Oh yeah, but I mean, he's good. He's always good when he's on screen. Oh yeah, you he's know, a blast. He's got the character down. Um, it is fun, um, but I don't know that we need to see him again. Yeah, I think it's kind of done. Well, because I think Helmsworth is kind of done with the character too after this, isn't he? Well, what? You killed everyone who's supposed to be on Asgard. Well, that's what I mean. The, I, I you think know, it's, it's like... I mean, we can kind of talk what we think is going to happen in the next movie a little more towards the end, but... Oh, no, fuck it. We can just do it now. Um, there's no way Tony Stark survives the next movie. Uh, I don't think so. Not only just from like a character kind of standpoint, but I think it's it's kind of time for him to kind of... Step aside. Yeah. Because it is still very much a, a, a fucking Iron Man movie. I know they're not going to do it because they're going to just move on to new characters and do a whole new wave. I personally just want them to wrap this series up and start something brand new. Well, I think that's kind of what these two movies are supposed to kind of be doing. Yeah. Is a kind of farewell to the old... Farewell and old and the bring old in guard, new and then start and... bringing in you know your Captain Marvels, your those different characters. I just don't know that after this arc is done, 
that I'm going to have any more interest in keeping up with, uh, no, moving I think on to a new set of characters. I think it's a very valid point. Um, there's certainly characters that I am interested in that I do care about. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll go see another fucking Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. Those, that was great, you know? Um, you do something with the Winter Soldier. If he ends up taking the Captain America mantle, into it. All about it. Let's do it. Uh, Spider-Man. That first Spider-Man was great. I'll go see another Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. but... Like, the other more kind of perif characters? Mm, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's... I'm just kind of... It's fatigue. Um, it's superhero it is. fatigue. It's totally superhero fatigue. And it's it's to the point where, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm going to... Because I know this wasn't a bad movie. Uh, it was a messy movie. Um, it has its problems. Mediocre. But it was. It's, it's, but how much of it is just? I'm. I'm. You're tired. I'm tired. You're tired. You know, I like stories that end. It's problem. Um, I've had with comics in general for a very long time. That's kind of why I got out of them. Like you can't, you can't tell me the story of Batman because there's actually fifty stories of Batman. Well, and that's one of the problems you run into, right? And I've always kind of felt that you should just kind of have the character and then, you know, it's just sort of tell whatever story you want to tell. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about established canon. It's just his parents are murdered in front of him. He runs around in a bat suit. Go. Go to town. Do Mm -hmm. whatever the hell you want to do. Because you, you start getting crushed under your own mythology. Yeah. And that doesn't do anybody any favors. Now, some people, I mean, if you look at the Jeff Johns run on Green Lantern from like, oh, fuck, uh, like 2002, 2003, from the, the rebirth of Hal Jordan all the way through, you know, the, the um, oh, what do they fucking call it? Through Blackest Night, through uh, Brightest Day. Through all of that shit up until... Like, they told a coherent, cohesive story that that ended. Yep. But then the next person came in to write it and then kind of shit all over it and did their own thing. But I stopped, I stopped reading after that mm-hmm. because it was like, I've read what Jeff Johns wanted the ending to be. I'm good. I am solid. Well, and then, you know, it's... Throughout the course of human history... Anytime you tell stories, someone takes it, they make it their own, they manipulate it, and it's fine. I think it's just a breakneck pace that happens, you know, in comics is uh, is crazy, and I could never, like, uh, I think of the comics, uh, usually just graphic novels that I've read in, over the past 10 years, um, not many, but the ones I have, they've been contained. Uh, It certainly makes it easier. Like. I think it's Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's six graphic novels. It's an isolated story. Um, despite being what um, I think people would consider a cult classic um, at this point, at least the movie. Um, the movie is delightful. And it, I do thoroughly enjoy the movie. You know, And I'm glad it didn't outperform and we only have the one. It, that's it. It is a contained story. You know... Uh, Brian Lee O'Malley did not have to. They didn't like 
corner him in a room and say, write more and all the other junk. And that's what, it was one of the things I really liked. Uh, it's why I've largely ignored everything Harry Potter outside of the, the book. The oh, books. I could give a shit about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. No. you The, the story's over. Right. I don't care it's what done. happened before. And, it, I, and I tend to just not like prequels. I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to know what happened before. If that was the important story, that's the story you would have told. Right. I was having this conversation. I fuck. I think it was about Steven Universe, actually. Because it's like the fans get all nuts when there's like towny episodes, right? And it's like, well, that's kind of the whole point of the show. Right. You're supposed to like like these characters so that when shit goes down, you care. You care. Right. It's not all about the gem war. If Rebecca Sugar wanted to have a show about the gem war, she would have said it during the gem war. Right. You know? That's not the story we're telling here. Right. So, um, you know, getting back to Infinity War. Uh, yeah, it's just I, I just I'm I'm having trouble caring. You know. Steve? He's coming back, so it doesn't. It, that's well, the that, thing. that's the thing. It doesn't exactly. matter. It doesn't exactly. matter. And I know, like I know, like from the studio perspective and the way the internet is these days, it is absolutely impossible to try and keep anything under wraps. No, even if they didn't, just even if they were like, you know what, we're gonna hold off on saying anything about the sequels to anything until after Infinity War. Every the internet would be like, yeah, fuck you. And would go out and do the searching and do the digging and find all the pre-production shit anyway. Right. And it would get out and you would know. And it sucks because it really ruins it. No, it does. It you definitely know? does. But it, that's just movies now. That's just kind of the environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. Oh, something performed well? It's getting a sequel. Black Panther made like the most movie, like, uh, the most money uh, for a Marvel movie before this fucking one. Mm-hmm. They're making a sequel. Right. So, so it's it's just kind of it's it's though then I guess you could make the argument that they could have chose different characters to have go ashy, right? Or whatever you want to blow away or whatever the fuck. Rapture. The spell takes too long. Um. Um. Oh, contact is leaping out of my eye. There we go. You can make the argument that, yeah, I just said this, that, like, okay, pick different characters to, to have fade away then. Right. Like, uh, taking Spider-Man, that's just like a... Because everybody knows Spider-Man. But I think the reason movie. they did that was because at the very beginning of the movie, you had Tony talking to Pepper about, like, kids and having a kid. I also don't give a shit. I know you don't, but I'm just telling you. Yeah, I know. That's why they did that with fucking Pete at the end of the movie. I'm just, that's why they did that at the end know, of the movie. I know, it's just so pointless. I felt bad for Spider-Man, but I'm not a heartless monster. I do always find it interesting, the movies that, like, each of us can independently, like, we have that suspension of disbelief. I think I'm a lot better at it than you are. It's not a competition. Isn't it? His no. heart beats in my chest, Bob. Um, 
what was I going to say? No, I mean, the thing to me is if I'm engaged, I can deal with a lot of, I, I can handle a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. If I'm interested, if I'm into the characters, and I do, I, I am into these characters. I do care about the Marvel like universe characters, <laughs> some more so than others. Um, but so I'm a little more willing to, and I've been reading comics since I was a fucking kid. Mm-hmm. I've read many, many event comics. Nothing means anything. Nothing matters. Yeah, and and, and that's just something I'm kind of used to. And and that's, which isn't an excuse because no, it's still kind of it, poor storytelling. Yeah, but, it's it's just it's just like why should I care then? But what could they have done though to make you care? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, I I know. Um. I know, you know, making movies is not easy. Uh, and, like, trying to pull all these characters together was a monumental task. I still maintain they did a pretty good job. I, I Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not even saying they did a bad job. Um, and, and I think I would even still recommend people go see the movie. Well, um, like, everyone and their fucking mother is going to see this movie. Yeah, I mean, we could, we, we'll post this tomorrow and... Everyone will have seen the movie. That we, Twice. You won't even right. need the spoiler <laughs> warning at the front of it. They'll pull a Chibi Erica circa 2004 when Spider-Man 2 came out. I saw that fucker four times in five days. Really? I love that movie. Really? Yep. Wow. I know someone that saw Titanic in theaters like 12 times. That's upsetting. Um, They're not vindicated. I won't sing it. You can go listen to uh, <laughs> Subtle Interference for my rendition of uh, dash- Dashboard Confessionals Vindicated off the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. Because, yeah, I owned it, and I listened to that a lot. Um, uh, I, I I just, I think, uh, I, I don't know what more they could have done to get me besides make less of these damn movies. Well, that was never going to happen. No, and so it's, you know, how do you get someone like me? There's, I don't think there's anything they can do on screen You know what, to though, really Bob? pull me in. They don't care because you bought a ticket. Right. So what the fuck do they care? Yeah. You still win. Yeah. So who's the sucker? We got to do the podcast. <laughs> we need content. Content. Uh, no, but... I I will say if if it you know if you didn't want to go see it I would have not been in any rush to see it fair completely like it's fair I you know when we were looking at talking about getting tickets earlier this week you know I would have been perfectly fine with going next week or whenever because I don't want seats that suck. We had decent seats, though. We did. We did. Shockingly. Um, But, no, I I just, I felt, I felt no pull personally to go see it. Well, what was the point in the movie where you were like, when did it, when did it start? Or was it like right at the beginning? Uh, No, it wasn't right at the beginning. Uh, I thought, the beginning, uh, I thought it was an interesting choice not to start with the Marvel fanfare. 
Um, I thought the title card was really janky. I remember thinking that. Um, At the beginning? Yeah. Well, well for I, I when a, 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 it, you know it comes up Infinity War, I, re- I I the I remember the thought of being that this is, looks kind of off off it, like it didn't feel like there was that grand entrance into the movie. Um, well, because they did that after all the shit with like Thanos and Thor and all that, right? Right. Okay. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Bad dog's giving us a look. Um. When did it? Uh, I was fine through. I was fine through them getting on the spaceship. Um, so once they take uh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and we, we go into space. Yeah. I was fine up until then. Um, when did they start making stupid ass decisions about the Infinity Stones? <laughs> that was well. What would what would you qualify as a stupid ass decision? Um, the uh, the first one was strange staying and actually not doing what. Tony told him to do. Well, when they were on the ship and, I, and, and they're heading towards Titan, I was just like, don't you have like portal powers? Can't yeah, you like I was do, thinking that too. do your thing and just head back to Earth? I bet you if you go back and watch that scene, you'll see his little thingy-majig like fly off his fingers. And it'll be really subtle, but that'll be the explanation. No, I don't think so. I, I'm telling you, I'm thinking that's it. Um, no, because he has it, though, during the battle with Thanos. Does he? Yeah, because Spider-Man's jumping in and out oh, of... Oh, he does. You're right. Delightful. I fucking love Spider-Man. No, Tom so- Holland is like a treasure. Like, I don't know where they found him, but mm-hmm. he is perfect. Or like, they're like, oh, we either have to go to Earth or back or to Titan. What about anywhere else in the universe? Well, I can understand Tony's like, he won't expect us to take the fight to him. Mm-hmm. And it almost worked. It did. It did. Um, But I, I didn't mind that from Quill, though, because that's his character. Right. We saw that in the last movie. You, you There's certain points you hit on with him, and he's just going to go fucking ballistic. Mm-hmm. No, I, he... Um, and I actually really liked all the stuff with Thanos and Gamora. That was the best part of the movie. I thought that was interesting. That, that he, he did genuinely, in his fucked up own way, did love her. Mm-hmm. The, no, that was the... the all all the, the, the Thanos stuff was easily the best part of the movie. It was focused. It told a story. You got... You you learn stuff there. Well, and it's more than you usually get from a Marvel villain. Yeah, everything. What I felt about almost everything else in the movie was, this is characters we know acting exactly the way we know they'll act. 
there's no there was you know no development of character um i i will agree with you there and you just okay i mean that's cool and all that's fine that's how these again i'm not trying to make excuses for the movie because it's definitely a failing of the movie that's how these big fucking like uh, 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 big crossovers in the comics work. Mm-hmm. There isn't anything that really, and, and you might see it in the next movie because you're gonna get some, some like true death. Mm-hmm. You know, because Tony's not Tony's not making it out alive. No, there's just no way. I don't think Cap is either, and I, I'm not sure about Thor either. Thor might just go away or whatever. Um, but, yeah. Um. They managed to pull Vision out of the the stone, though. No? Like, right? Yeah, I would think. And they've still got his body. I imagine he's getting reanimated, uh, early on in the next movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. As long as Shuri's okay. I'm curious if they're gonna go a... You know, the route of using the time gem to undo shit or... I mean, you got to get the time gem first. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go. Um, I, I don't care about Doctor Strange. Yeah, not really. Like at all. Like, I thought there were some cool visuals during that, that final fight with Thanos in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, the butterflies, the kind of like kaleidoscopy sort of effects, but yeah, it's it's just Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, and then the the one out of like fourteen million different possible outcomes, the only way you win had to be to lose first, right? That's well, I think it was Tony has to live to ultimately do something in the end, right? But, like, he gave away the time gem on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he did that. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't because he gave a shit about Tony in any way, shape, Oh, or no. Or. He could give a fuck about Tony. Right. I enjoyed that he called him a douchebag earlier in the movie. <laughs> that um, was fun. That was good. That was good. Nah, some of the, the banter stuff I really liked. I thought it was so good. The, yeah, I don't... And, yeah, the really serious... The, the kissy-kissy moment with Peter and Gamora getting broken up by Drax I thought was amazing. Uh, you know, they do comic relief really well. They really do. Uh, I I did enjoy those scenes. It just didn't feel right in a lot of pla- in a lot of times. It seemed a little a little out of place because we're doing the bi- we're talking about like half the universe dying. Mm-hmm. So sure, maybe we we didn't need that, but it would feel. I think it would be off if the, especially if the Guardians of the Galaxy characters were just kind of like all mad and dour and not doing their usual thing. I, what did I, you, I really what did enjoyed you, like Teen Groot with like the game and like that shit. I enjoyed what did you think that. about um, Rocket and Thor's conversation in the pod? Uh, where Thor's kind of being like, I've like lost everything. So yeah. Uh, I was kind of about it. I think it showed growth in uh, Rocket's character, especially after the last movie. Last movie being Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Um, 
And I'm looking forward to uh, Rocket coming up big in the next movie because he's like the only of the Guardians left, right? Nebula's still around, but he's gonna have Bucky's gun, right? And his arm. <laughs> Getting that arm. <laughs> Well, can we talk about how <laughs> fucking Bucky is just like, we're on the battlefield. He sees this little, like, raccoon wielding this massive gun. And just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, this is like the least crazy thing happening right now. Sure. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Man. No, no, but I mean, I, I'm... It has me looking forward to the next movie, which is, I, I think, one of the main things I kind of set out to do. I'm curious to see, I, I think there are routes they can take, because Thor is still alive, right? Yeah. And they did mention that his hammer can um, open up the Bifrost. Right. So they can move. Well, and he used it. He did. That's so. how he got back to Earth, right. So there's that. The Forge place is still kicking so if the gauntlet is actually like fucked up and they need a new one they could have him create a new one giant peter dinklage that was that was a pretty good visual gag well it was just like wait what i'm sorry what um uh what else yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything that, um, that was actually the thing I thought you were going to bring up was with, uh, when Doctor Strange first was like, yeah, I'm protecting the time stone over you and the kid and like anything else. So go fuck yourself. And then later he's like, oh no, yeah, here you go. No, I didn't have a problem with that because I, I assumed it was part of, it's part of the plan. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, that one, that didn't bother me at all. Now, do you think everybody who kind of dusted away is just off board? Are they in another dimension? I don't know. Um, yeah, I really don't know. Because, I mean, I think the time gem is really the only way you're getting out of any of this. That Yeah, as far as I can think, right? Well, and then it, it, it does raise it, like... A thought in my mind where it's like Strange has the power to manipulate time. Mm-hmm. And, and I know they spend a lot of time in Doctor Strange establishing that, oh, you really shouldn't do that. However, when it's half the universe... Just being wiped away. Well, at what point would you have? I don't know. Had him turn it back. I don't know. It, it's just it's like it's so it's such it's he's he can be so powerful. It, it, there's there's like a mismatch of power, and how it's executed. I, mean, I can kind of understand that, but then at what point in that in that battle would you have had him use it to? I'm not sure their advantage, right? Yeah. Um. I think there's definitely an argument to be made like, dude, you could warp anywhere. Why ain't you warping? Warp. Because when they were in the ship after they saved him from the the fucking alien dude, I was just like, you guys just hanging out Come there, on. huh? 
no more pop culture references. <laughs> that was pretty. Remember that really old movie, Aliens? <laughs> He's a that, joy. That was. A He's good a one. delight. Uh, and I was like, where are they going with this? And then when he, it was like, oh, that's good. That was a good one. Uh, talking about comics being comics, uh, Red Skull. Oh yeah, that was I was like, oh, oh okay. It was definitely not Hugo Weaving though. Whatever. Not that it matters <laughs> at all, but it, it was an interest. It really felt like a. Like what they do in kind of a, a a series or season finale when they start like bringing back old players to kind of oh hey yeah remember so and so. I did think um, I I did have think that like it was going to turn out that Thanos knew all along he needed Gamora to get the soul, uh, the soul stone, the soul stone. Uh, you know the way they acted that out. It, that's not he didn't know Mm-mm. but um i that's what I, I i thought that was until like the very last second um well and i liked that it gave some emotional stakes to his character and kind of spoke to what he was willing to do right i think there's there's a little bit of uh contradiction mm-hmm. um between what people say in the movie and what in Thanos' actions um in terms of uh you know is he, he does he only ever act in the interest of balancing the universe um versus um you know, does he just torture people because he get he has fun with it? You know, because that's Gamora and uh, Nebula's uh, assertion is that he's doing this because he wants to. Oh right, he's just a Titanic piece of shit. Versus, well, and you saw it kind of in the way that he reacted when Nebula was there on Titan. You know, whereas he he appears to actually care for Gamora with Nebula, he's like, no, nah, you're fucking useless. Right. So. so. Yeah. But then, I mean, Gamora was the one who, like, proved herself to be the, the more powerful one. What did he say in the movie where he was like, oh, I thought, I hoped that one day you would sit on my throne after I was gone. Right. So he, like, yeah. Well, and I, I like that they, that's a, a runs over from the Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. That's not just pulled out of thin air. It was, you know, they've established Gamora was the favorite <laughs> or whatever. It, it did. This movie does run contrary to some things we've seen in past uh, Avengers movies in terms of Thanos' character. Mm-hmm. Like at the um, the end of Avengers, there's the scene where you know the guy goes up to him and he's like, "Oh, it looks like Earth is ready for a new class of war, or whatever that scene was," and he gets that big grin on his face, like, "Okay, let's go to war." Um, you know, and that says no. He's just a warmonger. Yeah, but I think that's such a short scene, though, that it's oh, hard it is, to, it is. To so really I'm read anything into that, right? It is. So you know, it's not that big of a thing, but it, it is a little bit of a continuity problem. 
But I I I liked the Thanos of this movie. Because he was a how, character. Right. Right. So And I don't know if we we talked about it in the car. I don't know if we talked about it here, but the mocap I thought like the actually there there was acting there. You know? Mm-hmm. And I thought Josh Brolin did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Especially in that scene where he has to sacrifice Gamora for the stone. He really gets it across that it's like Oh no, yeah, this is like she does mean something to him. Is still the wrong guy to play cable. But, you know, we'll deal with that. You know, after I saw that second trailer I was like All right, Brolin. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. That's only in a couple weeks. I know. I'm excited for that. That'll be good. Das Deadpool. Um so yeah, where do you go from here? How do you how do you see this playing out? Because I I'm inclined to believe you somehow need to get that time stone or there's some kind of there's gonna be timey wimey bullshit in the next movie. Uh, yeah, that's the only way I to can see. Steal a phrase. Getting but. around it. Um, short of you know someone else putting the gauntlet on and just. Snapping their fingers to undo everything. Well, and that kind of like begs a question. So is it when you snap your fingers, it's just give you what you desire? Because the gauntlet looked pretty fucked up after he did that. Right. I mean, the stones looked okay, but the gauntlet was like... Fried. Right. Yeah. So it, it is kind of... It, 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 it's... We don't know the full extent of the powers of, of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Just give you your heart's desire or whatever the fuck. But. I don't know. What, what do you think? Like I said, I think timey-wimey bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that new hammer or axe or whatever the fuck it was. Stormbreaker. Um, what did Rocket say? Yeah, it's a little over the top. <laughs> uh, delightful. Um... So yeah, I just think there's gonna be some timey wimey. I, I keep saying timey wimey bullshit. I'm not even a fucking Doctor Who fan. Sigh. Um, and I think Tony, a hundred percent bites it in the next movie, sacrificing himself to bring everybody else back. Because that's just been kind of the the arc that he's kind of been on. Mm-hmm. And I think it it you need Iron Man to kind of step aside so that you know, the other characters can kind of come into their own and shine. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, maybe the same for Captain America, which is a shame because I love the Captain America movies. And Well, we know Chris Hemsworth is, uh, is not Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans is done. Yeah. he. I think he has said that he's done. So. Of course, though, there are dump trucks full of money. Right. Lots of people can say that they're done. Any other final thoughts? Uh, overall, it, it's enjoyable. Um, I, I think this is one of those movies that you, you're you either seeing it or you're not. You know, there's no kind of uh, half-ass in it. It's, I think you're either there opening weekend or you'll catch it on HBO sometime. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, it's... It, it, Marvel still, they've got the team-ups down. I think they do them very well. Much better than DC does. So, now that that's 
saying much, but because <laughs> yeah, the DC movies are just like man, like a vault, guys. But oh, yeah, overall, I I enjoyed it. I like I said, it didn't feel like two and a half hours to me. It, it you know, I could have I could have done with maybe even a well, not more, but. I wasn't sitting there like, Jesus fucking Christ, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah. Solid, solid flick. Where, where does it sit for you in the, uh, the greater Marvel pantheon? Which is a tough question because there's so many of these fucking movies. Yeah, I don't know. I, to me, this sits around like... Center, somewhere in the middle. Around like Ultron. See, I would have to... We only watched Ultron that one time. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it does speak volumes that we never went back to it. But, because we still watch that that first Avengers movie, you know, it's still enjoyable, I would argue. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've seen some interesting defenses of Ultron in the lead up to this movie. Uh, It left me kind of cold. So, I think I, I enjoyed this a little more than... Mm-hmm. Than Ultron, but um, I mean, it didn't have James Spader robot, so I mean, that's fair. But it did have the Winter Soldier, so or whatever the fuck they're calling him now, the White Wolf or whatever. <laughs> <sighs> Wakanda forever, Bob. Wakanda forever. All right. Well, I think uh, Bob's tired. That'll do it for us. It's tonight. late. It's late. It's very late. <laughs> we need to go to bed. So thank you, as always, for listening, folks. Hopefully we won't be, like, months between episodes again. Um, as always, you can jump on uh, teampumanife.com. Check out some of our other uh, fine podcasts that we have up there. I think Bob referenced Subtle Interference earlier. We've got Oof, I Wrote That. Um, uh, improvised Weapons, which actually just had a live show out in Vermont uh, last weekend that was uh, quite successful from what I hear. So... Go check out the other podcasts. Give us all a listen. Uh, rate and review or don't. I never do that shit, so I'm not going to ask you guys to do it. And, uh, yeah, we will uh, talk to you next time. Have a lovely evening. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.